You're listening to the Quince podcast. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Off Screen. So on Off Screen, every other Wednesday we bring you stories from the world of movies and web shows featuring people who slog it out behind the scenes, that is people who work off screen to make things happen on screen. I'm your host Nand Kumar and today I'm in conversation with a very talented Bollywood singer, Shasha Tirupati. So, here we go. Hi Shasha. Hello. And thank you for so much for being on Off Screen. My pleasure. I read that you were, of course, born in um, in Kashmir in Srinagar, but then you moved to Canada and you split your time between India and Canada. You also have uh, a master's in marketing, and you were also pursuing medicine. So, how does music fit into this scheme of things? So, I think I, I was very lucky that my parents were very musically inclined. They weren't musicians per se, but they they do have wonderful taste in music and. they exposed me to a lot of old hindi classics um lata ji rafi saab um mukesh ji all of them and songs from back in the 30s and 40s is the kind of stuff that i grew up listening to i used to sing those my mother used to write lyrics for all of these songs handwrite them into a diary and um i have about 15 diaries of my mom, mom's handwritten old classics and my father used to make mixtapes for me so he'd buy like 50 cassettes and then he'd sit and he'd select songs and put them all on a mixtape as many as it would take as many mixtapes as it would that take that was the time of the mixtape yes now. yes then thereafter i went on to um singing on the local on the local radio everyone would kind of sink into friday nights on rimjim radio where in you have to call in and you sing a song that you want to hear Mm-hmm. You have to sing it first, and then you get to hear it. Mm-hmm. So you can, so I mean, if I had a request, I have to sing a couple of lines first. So my parents would sit there and keep dialing the number because it would just always be busy because everyone wanted to be heard. So they would sit there for hours connecting, and suddenly the line would be there, and then they'd be like, "Ari line lagya, line lagya, <laughs> line lagya." Then they'd make me stand there and wait, and then the guy would be like, "Okay, we're gonna go on air in a little bit." So then I would. and we would always prepare songs in in advance ki is is hafte hum kya gayenge agar line lag gaya to and we'd be so disappointed agar kisi hafte line nahi lagta tha so that is where i i started gaining a lot of recognition then i got called for my first stage show and then it just and then pandit jasraj ji heard me and he said he told my father to take me to india to train so he suggested banaras and alabad which is why i ended up going to alabad when you moved was it was bollywood singing on your mind or was it just to become a singer like didn't matter where it would be because you i mean also you could also sing fluently in english so was that was there i mean there was no specific thing right i don't know what was going on in their minds because i was too young to understand anything i always wanted to um just sing i mean mm. regardless of what i was singing i loved singing film songs i loved singing hindustani classical i loved 
showing off my chops because I used to practice and I used to sit and practice for 10 hours a day. The real thing that I want to sing for films happened after I heard Raimanser's Guru. Hmm. After that, I was like, this is, oh, this is yeah, I want to sing for, for all these people and I want to sing for this man. But what, what were the musical influences when you were growing up? Of course, there was Hindustani classical yeah. and Rahma, uh, Rafi. There's and, a lot of Hindustani classical. But what yeah. were the other influences? You grew up listening to international English pop or? You know, a lot of people are always surprised when I say this, but I listened to zero, nada, English music when I was growing up. My parents okay. kind of forbade it. My parents were like, this and that. They wanted me to purely study classical music and purely study um, and learn off of, you know, uh, people like Lataji and, and Rafi Sabia. So then how does the Bollywood career like finally take off? Because you come to India and then the next thing you know is that you're singing three songs for Rahman in O Kadul Kanmani, which is actually a Tamil, uh, which is a Tamil film. How did that happen? I had, I think, oh, so I had, I had already begun singing for Bollywood mm. um, and I sang for some 25, 30 odd uh, flop films when I initially came to India and, and these are like big banners like T-series and, you know, Priyadarshan's film and like some of the biggest guys out there and they never promoted the songs and they were wonderful songs. Some of them were like wonderful songs. Mm. Um, my Tamar career took off, took off with Rahman, sir. Um, immediately after which Hamma happened. That happened because I was a part of Ramansar's choir uh, for Coke Studio season mm. three. And um, we were probably some 30, 35 girls who had auditioned for um, for seven spots and I, I thought I sang horribly and I was very disappointed because at this point I had stopped singing. Mm, because you were so busy with work? No, because I stopped singing. Someone told me I had a bad voice. So I took that to heart and oh, I, no. I just stopped singing. So Sir happened. I went, I auditioned, made it through. I was one of the seven selected and one random day he asked during rehearsals for a Coke studio which one of us was Sasha. And uh, I thought he's going to kick me out because, I mean, obviously I've been out of touch of singing and he's probably, he realized how trashy I was singing. So so I was hesitant, but I kind of put my hand up and I was like, it's me. A month later, um, so he, he told me that afterwards that it's because he thought my voice sounded like a musical instrument that he was curious to know which one of us was Sasha. Mm. And exactly a month later, I was called to sing a couple of songs for him. Um, by by one of his um, music supervisors, Srinidhi. Mm. And uh, that's when I had gone to record Vada Vada from Gojardian. I was sick. He kept the song for me for two months, telling me that he'll hold on to it till I'm better. And yeah. I love him for that. I'll never forget that. <laughs> yeah. And after that, immediately after that, I sang A Mr. Minor. A Mr. Minor in the From Kavya Dalevan, and that became a rage. That kind of gave me my identity in, in the South. Then OK Kanmani happened. Those things led to OK Kanmani. It's just Kanmani one thing. Led so to it's not like oh, you just came reaction. and you got OK Kanmani. Yeah. Correct, correct. How did it go? Which one? A Mr. Minor. I have a cold right now, but I'm still gonna. It's gonna sound terrible, but. We use recording. Hey, Mr. Minor, in the pocket. 
It's a process wherein the moment you land, when you hear the locals talking in Tamil, when you hear, you know, the Nariyal Paniwala saying, yeah. you, have to, you start, you know, imbibing, picking it up, yeah. imbibing it. So yeah. um, I think it starts with that. And I think I am a little observant. So that helped. And then OK Kanmani happened. And um, suddenly, I mean, I didn't know I was tracking three songs. You know, I was I was in Chennai for two months at the time. And um In, in a particular hotel and I would keep changing hotel rooms because I was get, I would get bored of the same room and I didn't know how long I was going to be there. So one day I was randomly called, we recorded Paranda Selava and Mani Sir was there. Paranda Selava, Paranda Selava. Um, which I didn't know. Um, when I came out of the recording booth, then I looked to the right and I was like, oh my God, you've been sitting here all this while. I think a week after that, Nani Bargirin happened, I think. And then I think that happened right after. So later I found out that they're all in the same soundtrack. So then the one person at the studio is like, this is your album. Is it ever intimidating to work with him? Do you ever feel like, oh my God, I'll forget my lines? I never remember my lines in the okay. first place. Yeah, so it's an alien language. Yeah, yeah. even in Hindi though. Um, the thing is that because a part of Rehmanser's process is that he's always constantly revisiting his own composition. Even during the tracking process, rather till the moment the singer is around in that city until the mix is being submitted, the, the song is being submitted for mixing. Even till that point, if he feels that, you know, this line can be different or composed differently. Mm-hmm. Um, He might call you there and he'll ask you to change that line. And I love that about him because he's never satisfied with, you know, like a lot of times we'll make one version of something and we'll be like, ah, kya gana bana liya humne. But with him, it's that, how can we how better this? How do you this? give feedback to you? Like he comes inside and tells you, like, tweak this. Or... So he's, he's also very moody. Okay. So on a good day, um, you know, he, he has this thing where um, if he likes something, he'll say it like you know hey that was nice you know do it again um on a, on a bad day he might not be so that he'll just quickly take all the takes and then he'll leave so that day you'll hear no feedback i mean regardless of how you've sung maybe if you've sung badly then <laughs> he might say that <laughs> right what do you make of the uh, trend now which a lot of singers have spoken about where you record a song and then the composer decides like many people record the same song and the composer decides which voice they would like to pick for the song. So is that heartbreaking? I'm sure it is. I, I kind of detach myself from a song every time I track it. So um, because the thing is that initially when I'd come to Bombay, 
I faced a lot of rejection. I would, every other day I'd be recording tracks for people and every time the song would release and I would tell my parents and you know, they'd be Googling my name looking for the films and the songs and mm. they wouldn't find anything and or they'd find another singer's name there and it would just shatter them. So now A, I don't tell my parents <laughs> if there's anything coming up and B, I, I detach myself from the song. I'll just go, I'll track and I'll come out. Now things are different because now I am usually um, mostly called for the final track, no right. scratches. But yeah, I did go through that entire process. Um, with Rahman sir, though, it's different. With, mm -hmm. with a lot of actually um, composers down south, mm -hmm. um, even even over here, even in Bollywood, there's a few composers who um, who who know um, who believe in the singer and who know who will be able to deliver, and they um, only call the singer for the final track. Like even with Rahman sir. When he's very sure, that's when he'll call you. So there's that many more people today, right? It's not like the earlier days when you knew you wanted a Sonu Nigam or an Alka Yagnik or a whoever, right? Yeah, Maybe for sure. That's... There's a lot of people who have who take who, who call the shots now. Hmm. So you don't have just the director of the film, or you hmm. may not have just the label. Hmm. It's so much. It could be the label plus the producer plus the um, the production house right. um, plus the, the the director and the actor and so many really? people yeah like a lot of people nowadays yeah. have have yeah they they have a say in what's what's maybe the actors producing the film mm. what do you do then right, right. so um, so yeah the industry is very different but at the same time it's opened up a lot mm. you know they won't just call or they won't just call as Sunidhi. They'll call, they'll try other options as well. What do you think, you mentioned actors, what do you think of this trend of actors singing their own songs? Because in the West, they do that a lot. But like here, do you think that it's a happy trend? Are you able to do justice to the track? Hmm. Are you able to do the do justice to the song? And uh, I think like when I heard Ayushman sing Pani Darang, loved it yeah I absolutely loved it and I feel um or when Pariniti sang Mana Mana, 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 oh yeah. my god I died Mana ki hum nahi I was like who is this she's classically trained and she's trained and, and yeah. you can tell and and I was like what a beautiful voice and I love those lows in her voice so I was so I mean I think they have every right to be doing it you know mm. and similarly for singers um, if I'm doing theater today, it's because someone feels that I can deliver mm -hmm. or someone feels that I can express. So you don't take one takes away from the other actors singing their songs? As Not at all. We're artists at the yeah. end of the day. We're, before we're a singer, before we're a musician, before you know, we're an actor, we, we are all artists. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever lets you express is what should be done. Yeah. And if you have the, the talent and the... The ability, why not, right? Yeah. Right. See, that's subjective though. <laughs> yeah. I might find someone talented and someone else might not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we know, know many that's... songs in Bollywood. Which... Yeah, I think that is where the entire Kashmakash is, okay, yes. you know? Kya <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's where it stems from, I guess. Yeah. What does it take to be a, like a singer today in, in Bollywood, you're independent? What are the things that are critical, you think, and that you think you have to do yeah. to have a career? Well, I think if I look at my contemporaries, um, I do see a lot of them who are great at socializing and networking. I think I think that is something um, that I see a lot of singers doing and that's working for them. Um, but other than that, I don't think it's just that. I think beyond that, 
you do have to be talented you do have to which is like i said subjective but i think i think you need to have a spark i think that is very important you need to have something that sets you um you know apart from you know other contemporary so which is where i mention you know a lot of a lot of singers like lisa hmm is हंगामा हो गया from queen which was like a really nice like remix you know, set in like that london club which means a lot of sense i think now because it's just happening so much that yeah. people are like you know oh god yeah yeah i know what you're saying um but i think if you if it's done with class hmm and context yeah and context sure um if if that is there then i think there's no harm because um and i've mentioned this in the past um in a lot of interviews that you know it's it's something where in a lot of youngsters who may not have been around um when the original songs had released or maybe if they didn't have like i wasn't around in the 40s right but i've still heard that kind of music because it was in my family like mm. my family dug that kind of music and it was just playing in the household all the time in canada um at a time when there was pretty crap music playing on the radios um so if children or youngsters or teenagers have not been exposed to that kind of music at home then this becomes probably it can become a medium for to them to go them, yeah, yeah for them yeah. to go back and listen to the original uh we've sung english songs uh your own independent music but you've also launched you're going to launch a new hindi independent single right beparwahi yes what does that give you like creating your own working on independent music that's not bollywood this song is all about feeling that it's okay to be careless just because you have someone who would watch your back Mm-hmm. or you know you have that partner who will be like chal theek hai yaar matlab kab ke niche kar diya main hi saaf kar deta hu it's okay you know these are the little things there's bigger things right. to be worried about so yes yes um absolutely so that's what um beparwahi is all about it's been written by vayu who's also written banno tera swagar and upar upar and uh, masarati the recent one um and also one of my songs kana uchi uchi doriyon pe bandho re gagar par Yes, 
So Vayu's written all those songs. So he's written Mujhe Tum and it's been sung by Hriday Gatani as well as myself. It's a duet. I think you should uh, end by humming a few lines. Okay, in my baritone cold voice. Yes, the song is up on my YouTube channel. Mujhe Tum Mil Gaye To Khab Paaye Kari Jaise Koi परवाही सांसे चाहे पाओ अधूरी जिंदगी लगती है पूरी रास आ गई बेपरवाही दैट वाज सो ऑसम थैंक यू सो मच आशा फॉर डूइंग दिस एंड गेट वेल सून थैंक यू सो दैट्स ऑल फॉर टुडेस एपिसोड इफ यू हैव एनी फीडबैक यू कैन रीच आउट टू मी ऑन @nandkumar_27 ऑन ट्विटर एंड इंस्टाग्राम or you could drop me a mail at nandkumar.ramohan@thequin.com if you like listening to this podcast do check out more on apple google podcast jio savan spotify or any other platform we are on right now and do subscribe to the platform of your choice to keep listening have a great week and see you next time